Sunsets from the Hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. In when Jesus, when God was speaking to Moses and he said, the cry of my people have come to me and I'm poised to do something about it. And that's exactly how I feel. And we're just going to go that way. And the beautiful thing is I'm not going to preach much this morning because true story, I woke up this morning asking the Lord for a word and he gave me Hebrews 11 and 12. Then a prophet preached it, so I won't be preaching this morning. <laughs> true, true story. True story. It's why they were all laughing. Because I was just like, damn I have nothing to say. I celebrate everyone in this house just for your attention to God and his word. It's not everywhere that people dedicate time and attention just to hear what God has to say. Not to hear what they want to hear, but just want to hear what he has to say. And so I celebrate Pastor Moses and every other pastors in the house. I celebrate all the guest ministers that paid attention to what God is saying and did not care about how it would sound, but delivered it just as he said. I'm really struggling um, because um, when I was walking, when we were driving in, God showed me a picture of someone who was saying to him that I'm doing everything I can, but it doesn't seem to be enough. And at her wit's end, and it's a mother, and she's at her wit's end, and this is just her last attempt to figure out if this journey is even worth it. And the Lord is saying that motherhood is not less than a calling. Motherhood is a calling. And you can fulfill the will of God for your life because of the calling of motherhood upon you. The Bible says about Moses, that his parents put him in a basket and hid him against the king's orders because they knew that the hand of the Lord was upon that child. And they were willing to put him in a basket and never see him again, but trust that God will take care of him. And that simple act of obedience led to the deliverance of over six million people. The fact that your calling is not as loud does not make it insignificant. God will use it because we are a body and all the joints supply. Every joint supply. I know you want to leave the conference and do great and mighty things and your picture of great and mighty is visible and spectacular. But God is going to use every little thing that you give him that is available. And he's going to use it to fullness. Praise God. 
Jesus, keep me near the cross, near a precious fountain, free to walk a healing stream, flows from Calvary's mouth. In the cross, in the cross, be my glory ever, until my rapture shall going to read Hebrews 11:12 over you and I'm going to put a you in the picture so that when the story of your life is read it will be amongst the hall of faith he says by faith shows the reality of what we hope for it is the evidence of things we cannot see through faith, people in the days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command and that what we now see did not come from anything that cannot be seen. Yesterday, I was telling you that when God redeems us, or when he saves us or calls us to be his own, he doesn't just save us from sin so that we can make it back to him. But he gives us a new life. And the life that he gives us is the life that Jesus has. That means for us to operate in the new life that Jesus has, we have to follow the protocols of how Jesus lived that life. And if God, like I said to you yesterday, as creator, yes, created everything, everything he did was from the place of who he was, now that you give your life to Christ, you understand who you are and then you build from the place of who you are. You don't build to become, you build because you are. And everything that we do, we do by faith. How many of you gave your life to Christ and they gave you a certificate of salvation that proved to you that you are now born again? You receive the life of Christ by faith. You become the life of Christ by faith. And you exercise the things that you have in Christ by faith. That means everything that we do, everything that you've heard, everything that you will become after today can only be achieved by faith. You see, that mountain will not be moved if it's not moved by faith. You see, that struggle in your mind that struggle where you are trying to convince God that God should use you for smaller things because the big things he's showing you does not look like the thing that a kind of you should be doing. You would only conquer that perspective by faith. Praise God. It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God and Cain. Some of these scriptures are really strange. The prophet was saying that he's surprised that Samson made it in the hall of faith. But Samson made it there because God can use you in spite of your mistakes. 
You see, God is not banking on your performance for his excellence to show. He just needs a tool to be used. And sometimes we define righteousness for God or holiness for God because the mental pictures that we have of these things that you've created in your mind of what righteousness should look like, you try to become it before you can present yourself to God because we're supposed to present ourselves holy. But have you ever seen a dead man try to wake himself up? Or a dead man having that much consciousness to know that he's dead. It's only who is alive that can wake up a dead person. That means for the holiness that you intend to present to God, God has to make you holy to present you holy to himself. Even the salvation that you have is inspired by the Holy Spirit because we who are dead, we're not aware that we're dead to sin. But the Holy Spirit gave us life enough for us to recognize our need for him and accept his salvation for us to gain the life that we eventually have. The point is that you cannot do anything that has been said here because you want to, because you desire to, because you have plans to, because you, are, you have told yourself enough is enough, I have to get this right. It is not in your power or in your ability or in your strength. It's in your willingness to submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and allow him to love you. For God to use you, it means he has loved you enough to trust you with his assignment to go and represent him somewhere. How many of you will send somebody to carry your name that you don't trust? You say, okay, I've been invited by the United Nations to receive an award and I cannot make it. Would you go to any random person on the street and just say, come, Come and go and represent me. So if God flew people from around the world to come here and tell you that he has called you and chosen you and loved you and given you a calling and an assignment and he has placed his name on your lips and he has given you the courage to go out and represent him to the world, then he must have made sure that things are in place to ensure that the representation you carry is accurate. And that's what the washing of the water by the word comes to do. It comes to prepare you to be the right vessel to carry the word of God and the name of Jesus. Do you know what it means for people to hear Jesus' name and not see him accurately? It diminishes the ability of God to be effective in the life of that person because his name is not accurate when he's delivered. That means that there's no how that you are in your own self. Yeah, you can prepare yourself enough to properly represent the timeless God, but still God has chosen you. It's an honor. It's a privilege. It is a calling. It, is, it carries the weight that means that for me 
to come and say that I carry the word of God or I carry the name of God to my office. I must submit myself totally to the one who will speak for me, but just use me as a tool so that I will echo the things that he's saying. And for, for, for that to even happen, I must be in a place where I'm submitted to him, that my ears are open and not blocked so that as he speaks, I can say exactly what he's saying. But that's not all. I must rest enough in his love and ability to take care of me that I carry that confidence so that when I speak the words of God, whatever I say, regardless of the consequence, I know that I would rather be accurate than be liked or loved or favored. And the reason is because of the weight of what I am proclaiming or the name that I'm carrying. You know how it is when your president sends you to represent your nation in another place? That means the reputation of the nation is depending on how you carry it. Do you understand what I'm saying? This morning, I've actually come to encourage you. God is the one who does this work. And all he needs is you. You are not going to heal the sick or raise the dead. God is, he's just going to use you. You are not going to... You are not going to change anybody's mind. You're not going to make anybody love God. God is the one who convicts us by the Holy Spirit. But he says, how would they hear if somebody does not say these words to them? In God's, God has used the foolishness of preaching. That means you must actually use your words to speak about Jesus when you go. Your life is a showcase. But when people come to see what's inside, you're going to have to use your words. Do you know what happens when you give somebody a blank check? Hmm? They can write anything on it. It's a check, all right. It can be cashed in the bank. But if it's blank, they can write anything on it. And we're not going to give the world a blank check. We're going to write the words of God on it. And so that anybody you are giving that check to has precisely what the Lord, what the Lord wants them to have. Nothing more, nothing less. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to read still Hebrews 11. I'm, I'm not going to spend time. Please can the instrumentalists come back and we'll just round up and just going to pray. Oh, Father, we give you praise. Let's just bless the Lord for a minute, everyone. Hebrews 11 verse 17 says that it was by faith that Abraham offered Isaac as a sacrifice when God was testing him. Abraham, who had received God's promises, was ready to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, even though God had told him, Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. I know some of you came out yesterday to give your all because you had received a promise. 
and God has spoken to your heart and you are telling God that you're going to give him everything and it's by faith that you came out see Abraham reasoned that if Isaac died God was able to bring him back to life again and you would reason today that if you lay down your life for Jesus and his cause that God is able to bring you back again he says that anyone who loves their life will lose it but anyone who loses their life for my sake will gain it anyone who loses houses brothers sisters and wife in this life will gain more in this life and even in the life to come you see when God calls us he calls us to give him everything but he's not asking us to give him everything because he's wicked and he just wants to use us because a lot of us have been used by the church and dumped and hurt but God is God is good God is good and everyone who will give their lives for his sake will find it you don't know who you are until you have given everything for God you don't know what life looks like you don't even know what it means to be a human being until you have given your life for God you know why I say this so confidently because we are made in the image and likeness of God and like we've been taught everything that Jesus is we are but if your life is not producing the quality of life that Jesus not Jesus that lived on earth but Jesus that was able to die and resurrect if we have that resurrected life that means until we die to this one we cannot truly live the life that God has made us to be you are more than employee of the month you are more than that you are more than the one who everybody calls at home and you have the solutions to their problems why because you carry the wisdom of god if that same spirit that raised christ from the dead when that scripture was said it was not just said that one day he will die and resurrect no he says it will revitalize it will give life it will give true life to your mortal bodies that means that even in this mortal state you will be able to accomplish the thing that the eternal God has placed on the inside of you and do it so well in such a way that when government you know in the time of old before the king will make a decree the prophets will speak before the king will make a decree the prophets will speak that means the word of God must be heard for a nation to be run. And if we carry that same spirit of God, we speak life over our nation. And whatever we decree, we will come to pass. He says, how much more do I need to say it would take too long to recount the stories of faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel and all the prophets. By faith, these people of our true kingdoms, they ruled with justice. They received what God had promised them. They shut the mouth of lions. They quenched the flames of fire and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weaknesses were turned to strength. 
by faith. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. Women received their loved ones back from the dead. Others were tortured and refused to turn from God in order to be set free. They placed their hope in a better life after the resurrection. And it goes on and on and on. See, all these people earned a good reputation because of their faith. I'm here to announce to you that if you believe that God can use you, He will. If you believe that you can be everything that was said, because I know that there are some of you here that have taken the word that's for you and left the rest because you feel like everything is not for you. But why would God send people here to speak a word over you that's not for you? If God knew this day and existed in this day, then he knew he wasn't speaking rubbish. He wasn't just speaking in, uh, in isolation. God knew every single person that, was, that would be here. He knew where you are. He knew where you will be. He knew what, you, what could come out of you. And the words that were spoken has in, in God's intention everything that he knows that you can be. So if you take a part of the words and leave the others, you will fulfill just a pattern of your life and not see the fullness of everything that you can be because that's a choice that God has given us to make but it's by faith faith is trusting in God's love and ability to do the things that he said he would do it's trusting that God will speak a word and it will come to pass because the promises of God I feel that people are giving up on the promises of God over their lives because they haven't seen it yet but I'm here to encourage you to wait. God has not given up on you. You can't give up on yourself. You know why? Because out of you is coming a generation that needs to see God accurately. They need to see that it's done. They need to see that it's possible. They need to be able to see that as a Gideon that says to God that I am the last. I am the last born. I'm from nothing. I'm from the tribe that is the least. But God says to Gideon, I see a mighty man of war. That's what God says to him because God does not look at you from where you are God is eternal and he sees you from where he has placed you and if you but have faith in God's ability to do the things that he says even though you don't understand it now but if you can have faith you will see it you will see it you have just decided that you'll be okay just being a Christian because you don't want to want more. But God is inviting you to desire more of Him because He is He has He is poised to do more for your life. You don't even have an appetite anymore enough to be hungry. desire God today (laughs) 
house is there for since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd. Do you know the beautiful thing? In the genealogy of Jesus, there were women that were on it. And they were on it because God was showing then that the salvation story was for more than the Jews because he was incorporating people from different different parts of the world into the genealogy of Jesus to show that we are all supposed to be birthed in this new life. Ruth was not uh, a Jew. Rahab was not a Jew. Yes. Um, and so many of these people because God wanted to show us that in his original intention for salvation we were already included we're already included I'm just see I look at your faces and I just see don't go don't go and be, be ordinary don't go and be normal don't go don't you cannot have the Holy Spirit and be normal and be okay with that no, you cannot, by virtue of the words spoken over you this weekend, you cannot be normal. Even if that's your desire, you've been trapped. Unfortunately, was it trick? The, the posters were fine, they got you here, but that's it, they tricked you. You are trapped, locked, finished, it's over for you. You cannot. The words of God will compel you to become they will compel you to become. Samuel slept and he says, I heard the voices, Samuel, Samuel. And he ran to Eli and said, Master, here I am. And the Bible says that Eli, he reckoned that the Lord was calling him. And he said to him, when you go back and you hear that voice, say, here I am, Lord. And that's what, that's, that's it. Everybody here reckons that the Lord is calling you. Now you've heard the words. You are going to say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. See, some of you will not sleep in the night. I'm just telling you. You just realize 2 a.m., your eyes open, can't sleep. And those series you plan to watch, the taste for it to disappear. Unfortunately, um, it's so sad. They spend money to make those things. In the cross, in the cross, be my glory. If you're here and you're trusting the Lord for grace and you're saying to him that I want to do your will but I don't know how I don't know when I'm even afraid I'm scared I don't want it but I want to want it can you just rise you're not going to ask you to come out but just rise just rise and we're just going to pray over you Your desire to say yes will heal the nations. See, when God was speaking to Abraham and he told him to count the stars, 
you would have thought that Abraham, Abraham will have more than one son. You would think that he will have more than, you would think that once the promise was made, that every Sarah will not be waiting nine months to give birth. You are one will be every month because she has to be in herself, make the numbers of the stars. But all she needed to do was birth the promise. And the promise in itself was able to fulfill the things that God had said. So from one Isaac came a J one Isaac came every other came a Jacob came a Joseph came a 12 came a th- 6 million and now till the end of the earth is God needs a yes from you a yes I'm willing a yes I don't know how, but I'm willing to trust you and have faith that you can use me to do your will. A faith that says, I know you understand my vulnerabilities and my flaws and who you are. And it's not a mistake that you made me this way, but I can become strong. We might, my, my, my weakness makes your strength strong in me. It says that. Your strength was made perfect in my weakness. That's what Paul said. Lift your hands to heaven and just tell God that. He says, yes, Lord, I believe. Just say, yes, Lord, I believe. Whatever it is that would take God do in me and do through me. Just say, yes, God, I believe. These words that you've spoken to me today will not be in vain. Paul says that the grace of God that was upon me was not in vain. It was not in vain. Receive the grace of God and the strength of God. God will build your esteem. He will build your value. He will build your worth. He will bring you to a place where you rise and you do his will with confidence and assurance and you step boldly and with confidence and say that I have come to do the will of the one that has sent me and to finish it. God is the one who will do these things through you and you will marvel at the things that God will use your hands to accomplish. And when you, every time the anointing of God uses you, you will always baffle and wonder if it is really you doing these things. When the testimonies arise, because you know how God did it, you'll be quick to say, oh, glory to God forevermore. You'll be quick to point to the one everlasting who does these things. Lord, we give you praise. We thank you. Everyone in the room, just lift your hands before God and just thank Him for your life, really. It's indeed an honor and privilege for God to call us and use us, to choose us for such an eternal work, for such a timeless assignment, for God to say that you were the ones. Sure, a lot of us consider Mary to be fortunate even the angel told her blessed are you amongst women because she was carrying a promise and we are all here today carrying a promise we're all here today carrying a portion of the will of God
We are all here to finish what Jesus started. We are all here to do his will. And we are not alone. The spirit of the Lord has come upon us. The power of the Most High will overshadow us. And we will bring to birth the will and counsel of God for every time, every season, and every generation. You may not, you may just don't look further than his face. If our eyes are single, if we put our focus on Jesus and we can look to him and not look to the things he's doing through us then we will not be distracted or dismayed if we can just focus on the goal and not look at the miracles that he's using our lives to accomplish and we do not let the testimonies get into our heads we're able to finish we are able to finish I pray over you that you will not start and not finish in the name of Jesus you will not say yesterday and say no tomorrow in the name of Jesus the staying power of the most high will come upon you in the name of Jesus he who has begun a good work in you is faithful to bring it to a perfect finish in the name of Jesus I declare over you this morning that you will run a race you will finish your race in the name of Jesus you will fight that good fight and you will finish the race in the name of Jesus it will be said about you that you begun and you finished your generation will rise and call you blessed because despite everything you took a promise that you could not see and you mixed the word of God with faith and you ran with it in the name of Jesus nothing shall by enemies stop you in the name of Jesus today the Lord give you running shoes in the name of Jesus I see that hand come upon you the mantle of God is upon you you begin today and you finish in the name of Jesus you will not see death until you finish the things that God has called you to do in the name of Jesus your ears are focused your eyes are focused God is giving you hearing ears and seeing eyes in the name of Jesus you are walking in step with the Spirit of God and you know what he's doing in every moment you will get to the place in your life that God said about Abraham that can I do anything without first telling my friend Abraham you will get to the place that before God would do a move upon this earth or in this nation or your neighborhood that you would have known about it first God is going to do something to your dreams he's going to sanctify your dreams you are no longer going to be having dreams that cause you fear but God is going to give you dreams that make you wake up in the night with joy because you know that victory has arisen in the name of Jesus God is going to walk on your imagination you're no longer going to be having careless thoughts up and down no the enemy is not going to use your imagination to see less of God as you read the word of God it translates to the things you see it translates to the pictures that you have in your mind in the name of Jesus today God is changing the picture that you have of yourself you're going to see yourself clothed with fire and running with the word of the 
Lord in your lips in the name of Jesus no more are you going to look at yourself like that person from the backside of the desert because you have the word of God on your lips and it causes you joy since the Lord of God came to me and I ate it and it was like honey in my mouth and the good part is that God is not going to require any of you to do this he's going to be doing this in you he's going to be doing it in you all you have to do is just say yes Lord I believe even though he's not he's not giving you the full picture just thank God for the step that he has given you and enter into it as you enter it as you take the steps the the rivers will part as you take the steps the rivers will part in the name of Jesus as you walk around the walls they will begin to come down in the name of Jesus I thank you God this ones will not lose confidence this this ones will not lose hope. This ones will not lose faith in the name of Jesus. That staying power that makes us wait. Wait for your timing. Waiting for your will to be done. We will have it in the name of Jesus. We will be like your children in Hebrews 11. We will be like Jesus. That even at the point we will be able to see nevertheless your will. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. From today, the songs on your lips will change. The words that you speak over yourself will change. When somebody says something about you that doesn't line up with the word of God, your spirit will reject it. People will not use words, words to build things in your life that God has not built for you. No more. There's somebody here somebody said something over your life when you were younger and it has framed the reason why you do everything that you do and it's not a bad thing it's a good thing but it's not a god thing i don't know whether they said you are very intelligent you should be this and it has shaped your entire life god is going to upturn it it's a good thing but it's not a god thing it's not in the pattern he has for you and he's going to change it He's not going to make you suffer because he's changing it, but he's going to make you love the change. Every day you wake up, you are a new man. You are a new person. Let's give God the praise this morning. Sorry, church. I said, let's give God the praise this morning. Come on, Ecclesia Hills. That's not how you give God praise. Come on, church. The one who has set generations causes because he has called you and chosen you and assigned you and set you on a path and created a way for you. Come on, church. I want you to give God surprise this morning. Now to the one who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we have asked, thought, or imagined, unto him be glory, be glory. Come on, church, unto him be glory, unto him be the glory, unto him be the glory, and the honor and the praise forevermore. Come, somebody give the Lord a praise this morning for what he has done. He has done already for the victories that I won, for the battles that I won, for the things that I broke.
morning for the things that he has done. He's doing it right now. It is done already. The Lord has gone before us in the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org. 